it looked promising in the third period, but the first 20 and 40 minutes, oof, uh, boy, was that one, those two periods fun to watch. We'll break down this game and a lot more and tell you why Henry Thrun is missed in San Jose right now on Teal Town After Dark. Wow, that was an awful intro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. It is November 14th, 2023, and the San Jose Sharks decided to make a game of it in the third period, but the Panthers would come back to win this one 5-3 over the San Jose Sharks. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game. If you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the YouTube page or the app all over the world in Sharks territory. Follow us on the social and all the social medias that you could see there and find everything at tealtownusa.com. And if you want to support the pod, please do so by hitting us up on Venmo at tealtownusa or hit us up on a super chat donation. So with that, I say good evening to you, Jules. What's happening, my friend? Daniel Gushin is in the NHL. I'm happy. But yeah, um, this was quite the game from the Sharks. And uh, Daniel Gushin introduced himself to the NHL with a casual in-between-the-leg snipe. Um, <laughs> that if that would have made it in, I think, uh, oh. I think this podcast may have blown up. So... We would have loved to have the disrespectful of the league. That would have been fun. Uh, good to see you, my friend. It's a tough one to take on this night, uh, but uh, Sharks made it made it an interesting game after you know in the third period. But you know, I let let's talk about how this game and and let's talk about uh, Mackenzie Blackwood early on how. Uh, Panthers started to come on strong, and then just all of a sudden, uh, yeah, Blackwood says no. Yeah, right off the bat, two-on-one for the Panthers. And Blackwood <laughs> was like, it's going to be this type of night, eh? Um, and immediately pulls up what probably a save with the year candidate at this point. Right. Yeah, and uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jules? Oh, lordy. Jules? There you are. Are you still with me, my friend? I think, maybe. I think Jules got frozen for a moment there. We'll try to reconnect with her in just a jiffy. I see I'm still on, so we'll see what's happening here. We'll keep this going in the meantime. Uh, but uh, My back. Hello. I can hear you now, yes. There you are. I okay. I can hear uh, my you. My Wi-Fi decided to say bye-bye, like the sharks did. Uh, this is what they call an AOL moment. Uh, so, hey, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> but uh, you know, but the first period, I mean, you had, you know, Lomberg get uh, a, a sweet shot. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, that was a sweet shot. Used uh, Emerson as a uh, as a uh, pylon and and a uh, screen on Blackwood to make it one nothing, but then you had Mike Hoffman 
finally getting off the schneid to tie things up at 1-1 after 20 minutes. Not bad. The funny thing is, is right before that, he was on the line with Hurdle and Zetterlin, and I thought Eklund got benched for there. And then right after that, Hoffman scores. Hurdle didn't end up getting benched, but um, I think it was the first girl on Lomberg. Hurdle, uh, not Hurdle, Eklund took a very not nice check, I think, from Lomberg. And so he didn't play for like six minutes. Um, and then we all thought he got a... <laughs> and then we all thought he got benched. Um, but yeah, nice to see Hoffman score. Uh, bump up that trade value, please. Please, please, <laughs> indeed. AJ in the chat. Jeez, even Jules doesn't even want to be here for this. <laughs> At least they made it interesting this time. Right? Uh, and Kevin saying, great impression of ESPN plus there, Jules. <laughs> I try. I try. I well, try. you... You know, you know, uh, you know that that, that with me that they're going to blame me for it. So you're all good. Uh, it's all good. Yeah. Sec- um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say um, with guarding that Hoffman goal, I don't remember who got the assist on that, but that was just a nice play. And it's honestly nice to see Hoffman get rewarded. Like, it's nice to see your veterans get rewarded. He's been due for a goal. Um, and he didn't get a goal the first time he was traded to the Sharks. So why yes. not a second time around? Why not? Oh, jeez, you set me up for that. Why not? Thank you. Uh, G- uh, Giovanni Smith and Jan Ruda with the assists on that goal. Uh, on that Jan snapshot. Ruda's first point as a Shark. Yes. Uh, and uh, Hoffman's first goal as a Shark. You know, there oh, you God. go. So the there trade you- deadline? <laughs> oh, yeah. And in the second period, we go, and uh, it was just, you know, another penalty-filled. This this game had some weird penalty moments. You know, Bennett went for tripping you mean early like the first. the offside goal that the, that the NHL doesn't know we're, their own rules to? We're, we're getting to that. Yo, we got to tease it a little bit. You know, Smith with the tripping call, that would set up the power play goal for Sam Reinhart, who's just been on a tear uh, this this season, I think that yeah, it was his twelfth in fifteen games. Just been on a, a, He's a run. Free agent at the end of this year. Oh, that's why. Oh, yeah. that, is that what you're supposed to do? Uh, can someone tell Kevin LeBanc to do yeah. that? Or... But none of the Sharks players are currently doing that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's optional want... if you're a Shark, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Optional. Scoring optional. Playing defense optional. Taking penalties. Now, that almost seems required. Well, that that's what they teach you in the CUDA. You know, in the CUDA, we always take our penalties. We have, <sighs> we, we have to take penalties every game, and if we're co, we have to throw unnecessary hits. Oh, my God. Goodness I'm gracious. I'm derailing the show today. Anyways, keep going. Ian, she's doing a good job for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, all, all she needs to do is I've drop some F-bombs. Yes. Uh, so Reiner will get the only goal of the of the second. There would be a penalty at the end. I think it was Cousins that that took down. Uh, Honestly, I wish the Sharks just declined any power plays they take in between periods. Like whenever it's the end of like the second going into the third, because it always doesn't work out for the Sharks. They always end up either giving up a shorthanded goal or the momentum just completely shifts to the other team. So if the NHL would love to incorporate a rule where a, a team can forfeit a power play. Uh, maybe give us a prospect instead. I would greatly appreciate that. Wow. A power play for a prospect. I am down with that. I will decline, decline, decline. Yes. You know, uh, and then the third period happened on a penalty to 
uh former shark Stephen lawrence welcome back Stephen lawrence good to see you thank you uh you know and then hurdle gets a nice pass from zetterland via granland and my goodness uh you know zetterland is gonna be a problem he he was he had a rough first period i thought but he's like he's zetterland is gonna be a good player guys Zetterland's gonna be a good player granland you know i mean two assists tonight he would also assist on the luke cunning goal that was the second goal for the Sharks in like 70 seconds. It's like, oh my gosh, we actually figured out how to score. And suddenly the Sharks were in the lead. So as much as we get on Granlin for, uh, uh, for, for his rough night and missing a breakaway, high and wide, uh, <laughs> Christian Eroff would be proud of you. I mean, two assists tonight. I mean, okay. okay. I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it to him. How many of them were actual gremlin doing the work well he's it's i mean he, yes they were secondary assists i will give you that but but uh, it's nice to see him contributing in some form i mean it bounces he, yeah, out the I mean, breakaway honestly, and the Mich missed michigan oh my god um yeah right after gushin did his in between the legs thing <laughs> so um he learned um, but once I'm, I'm honestly so excited for Couture to come back. Um, I was telling this to Puck guy during our sound check. I was like, I cannot wait for Couture to come back because give Gushin a legit chance to act. And he still got a, an assist. Like, I don't know how that man still got an assist, but he did playing with Luke Cunnan, um, and, uh, Granlin. Like once Couture comes back, it, it's gonna it's gonna help this team a lot. Not saying they're gonna win more. I'm just gonna say they might the offense might get a little better. It might get a little bit better. You don't want it to get too too good if you're no, part of Team no. Tank, of course. So bring yeah, and he did do the work for the the first goal, Lacey. I just I don't like Granlin. I like he's he's made too many plays where I'm like, what the hell are you doing there for me to like? I appreciate the help on the Cunning goal or whatever it was, but like he's just. It feels like sometimes he deflates the momentum instead of building the momentum for the team, <laughs> which is very frustrating. Yeah. So at that time, the Sharks were up 3-2. You were only 12 minutes, 39 seconds away from a victory. And then but what we happened? we can't have nice things. No, 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 of course not. Panthers would go on to score two goals in a minute three. Connor Verhage gets his 100th goal this se uh, season. Of course Pfft, he does. That would be a record. What am I saying? A 100th goal McDavid in his career. Too. Yeah, exactly. McDavid freaking fracking on pace for only 73 points jesus uh connor verhage gets his 100th goal he was found by matthew kachuk who had two assists on himself kachuk is such a problem and i love him yeah, he but yeah. anywho that's a different story yeah uh so you have him again then kevin stenland uh with a nice tip in from uh oh boy okay balinski's yeah, I probably I probably yeah. scroll through that, and Kevin's watching, so that that makes <laughs> up for for getting oh, oh, Stephen Lawrence's yeah. name right uh, there. But then you also have uh, Barkov with the empty netter uh, that kind of seals the deal. But let's let's let me ask you about that offsides call. Um, just, okay, I have a question. 
does the NHL pull things out of a hat when they do offside reviews and is like, ah, this is offside. This is not offside. Because the explanation the guy gave on ESPN, I was sitting there thinking to myself, did they just invent this? Like, this doesn't sound (laughs) real. Like, and like offside reviews, like there were some in the all-star game and I was like, what the hell? But like, what is it? Like, I don't. I didn't. I thought that was a good goal. Not gonna lie. I don't think because the puck bounced off of his. Apparently, the momentum of the puck bounced off his skate and landed. It just that made no sense. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a good goal. I don't understand the NHL's offside. Thank you, Matt Duchesne. But you know. Yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I can't explain it. it. So if I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Is that it? It hit Eklund, but Eklund kind of kept it in the zone. But it, then it started popping out, and then Bennett kept it. At, it's like yeah, because from what they made it sound like, it sounds like it hit Eklund, which is what made it. And then uh, apparently Bennett may have touched it, and then that's what made it offsides. Right. But that's such a minute detail here, and that still makes no sense. No, it, it's so. It's one of those weird. One so where you scratch your head and and I you know I haven't seen the uh, NHLPR uh, Twitter account uh, put out the explanations on some of these lately so it's uh yeah well <laughs> Anthony... and then what was funny is the refs just stopped calling the game after that like there was a yeah. few times where the refs could have easily called a penalty for both teams and they just they they put their whistles in their mouth they're like hey, yo we already gave the sharks like a no goal which is arguably makes no sense um so yeah yeah it's you, you wish there was consistency the sharks give us Selbrini, please <laughs> you you're you're still you're still trying to get that uh that uh that decline the power play maybe that's what they're trying to do i don't know <laughs> Uh, looking. Yeah, Anthony losing five thirty six thirty doesn't really matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, looking into the chat, Steve Rector, the coaching staff must be seeing something or making them concerned about. Uh, about I'm assuming you're talking about Gushin's readiness or Bordalo. Uh, Ability to forecheck. Gushin should stay up. Like I I I don't understand if that guy's gonna be sent down. Um, I think someone brought it up earlier, but um, like his defensive play got so much better than it was last year. He's like he just the his stick handling is simply ridiculous. Like his confidence is like this high, and like you give him a legit center. Like I don't think Gushin is gonna be like the driving force of a line per se. But, like, you give him a legit center. And, like, even with Granlund, he got a point, and he played well. And I'm not trying to dish Granlund. I'm just saying he should stay up. Yeah, he is still a point-per-game player, which is really funny. <laughs> Gushin, yeah. Doing good. Uh, 40... Uh, okay, I'm trying to figure out what, how to pronounce your name. But 41MB04TJ. Time for a new coach? I don't no. think so. I, I think so, you just stick with the stick with them because you're. I, 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 who do you have? I mean, I'm gonna I'd, say something controversial, oh, and the what? chat can get mad at me. All right, but, chat, get ready. I'm just gonna lean back here. Go ahead. Um, here, here's my thought. I don't 
Here's my thought. If they fire Quinn right now, guess who's up next? Ryan Rosofsky. Unless Jay Woodcroft's standing at the door of the SAP Center right now. Oh, I'm still waiting for that, by the way, Jay Woodcroft. But yeah, anyway. recent reports, he still hasn't reported to Tech CU Arena yet. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, but Damn anyway, it. like, personally, I would be shocked if they fire uh, Quinn. But also, is this really Quinn's fault? Like, no. yes, you could probably get more out of this offense. I, I'm totally going to give you that. But this isn't really Quinn's fault. Greer did not build this team to win right now. He built right. this team to get a Boston man. Um, So, like, <laughs> I would not be shocked if Quinn does get fired, if they just need to do some sort of change just for them to say they have done a change. It's like kind of what Edmund, it's not really what Edmonton did, but sometimes a hockey team will just change something because they want to say they changed something to ple uh, like please the fans. But like, if they fire Quinn, I'll be shocked, but I don't want to throw Ryan Rosofsky to the Wolves and have him coach this abomination of a team. Because Ryan Rosofsky is really the next guy in line when this team is good again. And if he wants to, if we want to throw Ryan Rosofsky to the, to the Wolves, that'd be great. The Chicago Wolves when he's the coach of the Barracuda. <laughs> just put it out there i mean like yeah if they wanted to do that they'd put him as a coach for the barracuda but i think quinn made that high quinn my bad greer made that higher specifically knowing that at some point he's gonna say quinn get out of here um and Rosovsky's gonna take over it, um and i mean there's that there's also scott gordon who's also had some co head coaching experience as well i mean but we haven't heard anything about that you know um and and you know the Kevin making a point here. Yeah, it's not Greer's fault. This team is built is built this way for a reason. Greer's focus is on 2025. Yeah, exactly. Greer's focus is to, you know, get a Boston man this year, maybe get one of like the uh the Hodgins brothers next in 2025 and then start being good. Like Greer does not care what the Sharks do. He just did not want to see like an 11 game losing streak where the Sharks give up 10 goals back to back and I don't blame him cuz that's effing embarrassing. And that's not fun for the fans. Here you have Gushin doing in between the leg goals or almost goals, and all the fans are pretty happy today. I would say. Yeah. No, I, I tried to look at some of the, some of the comments in the chat. Uh, you know, Steve Rector also saying you know, maybe he feels like Greer might see a Jared Bednar situation with Quinn. Uh, I mean, I, that was that was a tough departure with Patrick Waugh. And yeah. I don't know if it's necessary Jared Bednar. Like, I don't know if Quinn's the one that leads this team to the glory of, like, winning the cup. I still think that's Rosovsky. But I think Quinn, you know, will get a season or two when they're actually good to prove himself. But, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know if any coaching change happens this year. What's the point, y'all? Yeah. I mean, this team isn't ready. The, 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 the funny thing is is that many of, many of us were calling for a rebuild. They needed to get a rebuild. This is what happens in a rebuild. There are guys who struggle. There are guys who are hurt. I mean, let's be honest. Barabanov is out. Couture is out. There's two guys that are top six guys. easily your top six guys. You know, uh, and they're still trying to work together as a team. And we heard Quinn say that. I think what was it last week? You know, or maybe after the um, the the two 10 goal allowed losses. Yeah. 
like Greer just wants to see competitiveness. He doesn't care if the trust me, Greer would be so happy going up to like I've said a million times and I'll right. continue to say Greer will be so happy going up to that podium with the first overall pick this year yep. and maybe like the fourth overall next year. Greer doesn't care. He just wants to not lose 10 to 2 on back-to-back nights. Right. And they they're giving the kids a shot. Like I can't even be mad at them. They're giving Eklund a shot. They're giving Gushin a shot. They fixed themselves before they threw Gushin in there and I fully praise them for that. Like Greer said, they don't want to throw a 21-year-old when they look like absolute hot garbage. So, like, uh, like what is Greer supposed to do here? Right. Go up and pick a Boston man. It, it, it's it's not supposed to be funny, but it is funny if it if it ends up Boston. It's like I, I like who, someone in the chat. Tell me who is their New England scout. Because they must have it super easy right now. Well, like, even Shang, I think, asked him this in, like, their press conference. And he was like, uh, have you guys been watching Malcolm Salbrini? And Greer was like, you can never be mad when you get a BU Terrier. Also, Greer, come also on. Going to BU. So the two back-to-back picks are go- both going to BU. And then just go to the other side of town and watch Will Smith get jiggy with it. I mean, come on. Sorry, yeah, that exactly. was bad. That was bad. I mean, so Sharks lose this one five to three. <laughs> you know, uh, played oh. played. I mean, give them credit; they played fairly well against the defending Eastern Conference champions. Uh, I mean, you you take some bright side. Yes, thank you, AJ. The the Sharks did score three goals tonight. Isn't that progress? Yes. How's that taco bet bet looking for jerk? By the way, <laughs> not good. <laughs> oh man, jerk! Stop taking law of averages. It doesn't work with this team. Although I think AJ, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. AJ, you were uh, you were expecting this to be the worst attended Sharks game in history at the tank, but it just missed. I mean, they just barely got over. Uh, ten thousand on oh on the, the night. attendance is like I mean this is what happens during a rebuild but like they showed the like tank at the start of the game and the flashing lights uh, make it look it was so bad and I was like Jesus it's bad I I, I honestly wish and I know there are some people in the world watching I honestly wish there was a way to do this show while I'm at the game. Granted, I have that to work. Granted, I have to work in what? Let's see where are we at now. Uh, five and a half hours. Bye. But I digress. You know. Uh, um and speaking of of and not to throw this on you at the last minute, but speaking of the kids, yeah. What what have you seen while watching some of the kids? I know you've. I mean, we've we've gushed about. I mean, we gushed about Gushin, but you know, but I mean, but what about uh? I mean, Quentin Musty, I mean, Casper Halton, and it's just being a freaking beast. London, Casper like, yes! Halton is scoring a lot on the power play. He He's just like, he's scoring a lot on the power play. Um, One guy to watch is Luca Cagnoni. I don't know how the Sharks got him. on a run. With the, in the fourth round, I think it was 123. I like, if you guys want to see bright spots, go look up Luca Cagnoni and watch him play. He had a casual five point night. I think it was a few days ago. Um, with one goal and four assists. That's it. That's it. 
I don't think the Sharks have had five <laughs> goals this year. And Luca Cagnoni is putting up five points casually. Like, if the physicality comes, um, he's going to be an absolute problem. Musty, I believe, is out with an injury is what I heard from a different pod. I'm not entirely sure, but I think he's out with an injury right oh, now. Lovely. But he's also playing well. Um, again, Mark and I absolutely were frazzled when he was available. He's going to be a problem. Um, Will Smith has looked good. Um, he just sometimes isn't, he's not going to try so hard on a back check. <laughs> so has to work on that a little. Yeah, that'll be a tough, tough one. Um, and guys on the CUDA Cardwell, I've really liked Cardwell. Yeah. He, he I don't know what his NHL future is. Not going to lie. Like, I can't tell you that he's going to go out here and, like, score 100 goals. But, like, he might be a guy three to four years from now that we're like, how did he make it? Right. You know? Um, who else? Who else? Uh, who's exciting? Um, I'm trying to think. Philip Beestead also has a solid season in the SHL. Hasn't put up that many points. Uh, he SHL's hard to put up points in. Mm-hmm. Um, but also another guy to watch, Theob Jacobson. Um He's having himself a quite a solid season, not in the SHL, but in kind of the minor league of the S- basically the AHL version of the SHL. He's a guy to watch. I think he's a seventh or sixth round pick of the Sharks a few years ago. He's having himself quite a season. Um, hurdles, no movement clause. Op- oh my god, guys, we're not trading hurdle. <laughs> hurdles MMC opens up to a three team NTC at the same time Burns money comes off the books. Coincidence. Probably not, but I honestly think Hurdle's going to be the next captain in the future of the Sharks. Like, I, I don't think he's leaving. Genuinely. Yeah. Like, I think in a few years from now, when we have, like, the center core is going to be, like, Celebrini, Smith, Hurdle, and Hurdle as the captain of the Sharks. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I don't want to see Hurdle go. Like, I'm fine I, I, to I, sure go. I, I, I can... I can... I... I can't see either one of them going let's be honest like, here they're like the heart and soul guys of this team like i wa- i remember hurdles like four goal game night against new york rangers like i grew up like honestly i do not want to see hurdle go and that's because i grew up with hurdle um but um yeah like i i don't think either of them are going uh kevin talking about the lights i wonder if they thought about the lights is to make it a, make the casual think it's people in the crowds with bracelets. The, the those who know know those light represent empty seats. Yeah. No, but it's obvious on the broadcast. There's no one sitting in the chair. Yeah. Uh, AJ adding uh, the LEDs add to the seats that might have been the biggest waste of money since signing Bodker. Oh, oh wow, not we're Bodker signing. Not Bodker. Come on now. Uh, not the Bodker signing. Hey, but Luke Cunning scored a goal. He just should have scored a goal like three weeks ago when I told that he would score a goal. I think, didn't he do it against Washington? That was about three weeks ago. (laughs) But What did we give up for Cunning again? John Leonard and a third round pick, folks. Couldn't just give up John Leonard. No, we had to add a third round pick in. It's okay. The Sharks don't draft well in the third round. Uh, It's very true, but still... (laughs) We couldn't package something better. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, but like the Sharks genuinely might have like three first round picks this year in a draft that has elite demon. Um, so that's something to look out for. Um, elite demon. Yeah. We need that. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you, you were going to mention something about that, I, th- I swear, about our defenseman. Oh, um, Addison is starting to look very comfortable. I, I liked him. He's uh, he's starting to look comfortable. Him and Ferraro may actually be a good pairing in the future. Not right now, but in the future. Future. <laughs> I mean... Scratch Cunning and Vlasic. <laughs> well, oh, okay. please. Okay. Vlasic... Maybe, but Cunning scored tonight. Come on now, we got we got to hold on for a moment here. I mean, same thing with Granlin. As much as it drove me nuts seeing a breakaway, he's like, oh, come on, you know. But uh, yeah, with half wall hockey, expect Gushin to be the only good third rounder. Yeah, half wall. Hey, good to see you here, bud. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate your support. Uh, yeah. He's the only good third round, yeah. He's going... I'm so excited for Gushin, y'all. I know the season's going to suck, but just be excited for Gushin. Like, the guy already has this much confidence as a rookie. Imagine what he's going to do, like, in a few years. Like, the league's, like, not ready for that. Yeah. Uh, Getting some comments from the locker room from Quinn. Our PK was unable to deliver tonight. The fourth goal was really a backbreaker. Just loose coverage on the net. We didn't pick up a stick at the net. And it ends up going in the back of the net. Now, see, this is where, this is where you know you kind of get on Cunning because he's having a tough time clearing the puck. But that goes with the entire team at this point. The entire team cannot get the puck out of their own zone for their life of them. They don't have the person like they just try to bank it off the boards, but they also don't have the really the talent necessarily. I would say. So it's just two bad combinations. And when you can't get the puck out of your zone and you're hemmed in there, like Addison almost had a two-minute shift tonight. I think it was two minutes, by the way. Um, yeah, there were, there were I think Ferraro actually had one as well in the middle frame here. By the way, Jerry, I, I didn't forget you. Thanks for another great show to help us get through this season in the Super Chat. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Get the you. Boston man sharks. Anywho, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got from Quinn. I thought there were some good signs on the power play. There were good signs overall throughout the game, but against a team of that caliber, you you make sure that you you're thorough for sixty minutes. Why is Granlin still on PP one? You have Go- like give Gushin a shot at PP one with Eklund and Zetterland. I get it. I'm I'm guessing more experience, and he has experience on the point on the power play. That's Granlin should not be running your point. That's a different rant. But like, I just don't understand it. Like, I'm wanna if you're if we're gonna suck, just throw the give the rookies a chance, and the, and they have been like this is me just being nitpicky and like you know I just kind of I want to see Eklund's and Gushin's chemistry a little. Yeah. Nope. Um. Uh... <laughs> Call. Oh, okay. Uh, call me harsh, but when we're trying to see who sticks, there's no need for Mark Edwards bullspit. Thank you for you know covering your uh, your curse words there. And then you said half ass shift isn't getting scratched, y'all. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So. He might get bought out, but he's not. I I, I think they're gonna keep him here. I well, I really think they're gonna have him go get through through everything. The thing that kind of aligns is that right when the Sharks, I think, want to get competitive, Vlasic's out of here. So right. maybe. I mean, that that way you're avoiding uh, all having a 
a buyout on your on Does Lule Morello want Mark Edward Vlasic to help the Islanders? I, I was hoping for Montreal, but, uh, you know. <laughs> we'll only ask for Noah Dobson. There you go. Or the real JJ Frankie JJ. I digress. Okay. Quinn on the hurdle line. I know. Uh, I, I didn't love that line early. I thought they got better as the game went on. We talked about taking care of the puck between the blue lines. It was going to be pivotal tonight. Mm-hmm. And as for what he says about Gushin, uh, he does good things with the puck, and he's a smart player. He's competitive. I thought he did a lot of good things tonight. Oh, love to hear that. So, Goosh. Cool. Keep keep doing as as one yeah. former captain would say. Keep doing whatever whatever it is you're doing. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Quinn's right. He did look good. He you know, he's going to be a problem. I, I that's all I can say. Like it, I get excited for Gushin, and he deserved this call up. Like genuinely, he was just. I feel bad for the Cuda because they're going to be a little painful to watch now even more. But like, he's gonna he's going to be a good player. Right. You know, and the Balsers do, buyout does come off the books this summer. So there will be more room. For I, I never understood buyout. that buyout, but yeah, neither did I. Uh, and you know, it's like, uh, come on. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so with that, I think that kind of pretty much sums up everything on hand for, uh, this evening. Uh, classic surprise everyone with an, with their retirement. <laughs> Sorry. No, I don't think Vlasic is no, retiring. No, no, Rob, no. no. You know, you're just basically saying I don't want another fourteen, twenty-one million dollars. Yeah. Uh no. So, <laughs> with that, we will wrap things up. In case you missed anything, or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, if you're watching us on YouTube or watching the replay, hit that like button subscribe and bell to notify you when we do go on the air and leave us a comment down below if you didn't make it into the live chat tonight on your thoughts of tonight's game so jules rocking rocking the eklund jersey yeah go uh, 72 as i'm rocking wait let me get this right numbers oh oh that's my borderlo jersey yeah nice so uh, the future Yes, the the future is bright in San Jose. It's just not bright right now. That's that's what it is. But patience, my friends, patience. You guys, we wanted a rebuild. We got the rebuild. Yes. So, Jules, thank you very much. Uh, your final thoughts before we get out of here? Keep losing, Sharks. The tank <laughs> is on. Ah. <laughs> uh... She's at Sharks underscore Jules. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. We will be back with you on Thursday for Hockey Fights Cancer Night as the Sharks take on the St. Louis Blues. That is a 7.30 puck drop. Rock your lavender, everyone. Uh, it'll be, in- be a fun one indeed. Uh, and I know our buddies at Let's Go Blues Radio are probably just, you know, doing that. Or just Jordan sure. Kyrie is going to get a hat trick. Anywho, I'm going to stop now. Okay, let's we'll clip that up. You know, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes, uh, Kevin. Before we get out of here, Merkley, Count Zadina. I'm fine with the trajectory and don't miss Merkley whatsoever. Yeah. What What did you say? Zadina is a minus sixteen. He's like a minus seventeen currently. Oh he, God. 
and I feel bad for the guy because he he left a lot of money when he left Detroit, and like, yeah. Anywho. Yep. Quick reminder: teal tinted glasses returns on Wednesday night, uh, as they do a CUDA check in with Nick Nolenberger, fresh off of his NHL debut. So that'll be a good one to tune into. So again, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you are got notifications on so you can be here when the sh- when Ian and company talk with Nick Nolenberger. And of course, tell a friend. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, the final score, Panthers 5, Sharks 3. We will see you Thursday following Sharks and Blues on Hockey Fights Cancer Night. Until then, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you Thursday when the Sharks take on the Blues.